I'm joined now by RNZ business reporter Kim Moody. Kia ora, Kim. Consumer confidence is getting a little gloomy. Kia ora, Charlotte. Yes, consumers have become slightly more pessimistic, with more signs job security is under threat in the cooling economy. The latest ANZ Roy Morgan survey shows consumer confidence fell two points in July to sit at 83.7. Now, anything below 100 is regarded as pessimism. More consumers believe it's not the right time to buy a major household item, rising 12 points to a net 39%. ANZ's chief economist Sharon Zona says that doesn't bode well for retailers, but it will satisfy the Reserve Bank that consumers are cutting back on their spending. Adrian Orr instructed consumers to cool their jets because basically if, if households reduce their spending, become more price sensitive, for example, that makes it harder for firms to fully pass on all their cost increases. It throws sand in the gears of the inflation machine. And the data that we're seeing today is consistent with consumers doing that. There's a wariness about the future. There's an awful lot of talk about recession, about potentially rising unemployment, for example. And obviously for those consumers with debt, the much higher mortgage rates are really hurting. So there are quite a few reasons for households to be closing their wallets bounced back after a sharp fall last month, rising from 4.3% back up to 4.7%. That's still well off their high of over 6% last year. Sharon Zona says the trend is still falling, but the spike is likely tied to the end of petrol price subsidies. High interest rates and housing unaffordability is keeping would-be home buyers on the sidelines despite an uptick in inquiries about house building. A recent survey of the country's large builders by investment firm Forsyth Bar shows 7 out of 10 have been getting an increasing number of inquiries about building a home, though that has not yet translated to sales. Senior analyst Rowan Corman-Smith says there are headwinds to a rapid recovery in the market market in the form of affordability barriers and over-leveraged households. Unaffordability is a pretty big thing, you know, despite falling house prices, uh, you know, we've had obviously mortgage rates go up, so the affordability of houses hasn't improved, despite um, housing being, in terms of prices being 20% off the peak. So I think that's one of the key headwinds. Near term, um, there's also quite a bit of leverage in the system, and investors aren't really incentivised to get into uh, existing housing. There's a bit more of an incentive for new housing there. But you're right, we do have strong migration. If that continues, then there's good underlying support there for housing demand. And if we do start to see mortgage rates come off, then I think that'll be one of the catalysts for um, the market to pick up a bit more. Rowan Corman-Smith says the survey suggests new build prices are beginning to stabilise and that should offer more certainty to potential buyers. A North Island consultancy is promoting the benefits of forestry to Māori landowners despite headwinds in the industry. Land restoration and investment company Tamata Hoha is working in partnership to finance the development of blocks of land from Kaitaia to Invercargill. The company's chief executive says 80% of Māori freehold land is underperforming, below industry levels or sitting idle. Blair Jamieson says planning smarter will boost returns for the estimated 2.4 million hectares of Māori freehold land. We might have 23 different species of exotics, we may have over 40 species of natives. How can these work together and how do you get the outcome that you want and how do we actually do something that's 
largely positive both in the short term and from an enduring perspective, it gives the families and the landowners that we're working with um, greater options because the predominant mix of landowners we work with um, are Māori landowners and um, you know, that's marginal land that's um, you know, been neglected for a long period of time and actually struggles to get any finance. Blair Jamieson says planting trees on unproductive land could return $1.5 billion per annum back into communities. The state of labour markets is now becoming a key focus for central banks around the world in their fight against inflation. Aggressive rate rises appear to be coming to an end, with few banks, with a few banks such as the RBNZ signalling they are probably done, and others such as the Federal Reserve and the Reserve Bank of Australia raising at a slower rate. But a key economic link that the banks accept is that is for that inflation to fall, unemployment will have to rise. It's also known as the so-called Phillips curve. The chair of the U.S. National Bureau of Economic Research, John Lipsky, believes that relationship has broken down and is less relevant. For some time, the linkage between unemployment wages and inflation hasn't been anywhere near what it has been in the past. Much looser reaction. But I think you put your finger on what's new this time, and that's the pandemic that initially created a shutdown that restricted supply on the service sector and focused demand in the goods sector, produced bottlenecks that shot up inflation in the goods sector that is now going away. The reopening of the economy produced strong demand in the service sector that is producing an increase in prices, but all that seems to be fading and fading rapidly. That's the chair of the U.S. National Bureau of Economic Research, John Lipsky. And a bit of economic trivia, the Bureau is the group which officially declares a recession in the United States. And in most other places, it's declared haphazardly by media and economists after two consecutive quarters of economic contraction. New Zealand's next labour market report is next Wednesday. And ahead of next week's job numbers, StatsNZ says the number of filled jobs rose 0.4%, or more than 9,500 last month, to nearly 2.4 million. There were fewer jobs in the primary industries, but a strong surge in the services sectors and goods-producing industries. The numbers suggest next week's data will show a still tight labour market. Well, let's see how the New Zealand market is closing out the week. We're joined by Andrew Atkinson of Jardin Securities for the latest. Kia ora, Andrew. What's happening on the New Zealand market today? Oh, good afternoon, Kim. Uh, the New Zealand market uh, slightly down on yesterday, uh, down 0.24% uh, at 11.925. Holding that back is main freight down 3% at 67%. 63 post its AGM. Also, uh, Fish and Pickle Healthcare is back uh, 1% to 24.25. On the other side, uh, Contact Energy is up 0.61 to 8.31. Sky City is up 0.45 to $2.23. And Port of Tauranga is up uh, 0.33 to $6.17. And heading to Australia, how's the Australian 200 index opened? Uh, it's opened down uh, following the US market, uh, down 0.8% at the moment at uh, 7,396. Uh, 
the four banks there are down roughly uh, 1.5% and uh, the only sort of major name holding that back, Woolworths, is up uh, 0.05 at 39.24. Right, and back here now, how's our dollar trading? Uh, the dollar against the US is 61.82 currently, uh, against the Aussies, 92.23, uh, against the pound, 48.33, the euro, 56.32, the, and the yen, 86.04. And that leaves interest rates, oil and gold. The NZTWI is 71.26. The NZ three-month bank bill rate is 5.7. Uh, Brent crude is 83.68. And gold is 1,946. Well, kia ora for your time, Andrew. That's Andrew Atkinson of Jardin Securities there. Just enough time to tell you some other business news today. The cancer diagnostics, diagnostics company Pacific Edge is battling another looming rejection in getting its CX bladder tests approved for reimbursement by the US health insurance provider Medicare. The administrator, Novatus, which rejected the test recently, has repeated its conclusion in a draft review of the original decision, saying Pacific Edge's bladder tests are not medically reasonable or necessary. Novitas, under pressure, agreed to hold new hearings and review the decision, but midway through the process remains wedded to the same conclusion. Now Pacific Edge says the review continues to misunderstand the intended use of the tests, but intends to press its point and present its evidence to get a favourable decision. We'll bring you the latest business news and numbers around half past five in Checkpoint. For now, Charlotte, that's business.